G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. History Makers with Matt Prater. Coming off of drugs, you're going to have emotional problems, but I kept chasing after God. And he's using this vehicle to bring people out of the dark into the light. And I went forward and I knelt at the front, and it, it was a radical conversion experience. And that's where the big change happened, and that's where we decided we're going to use our music for God, we're going to change our songs. When I was about 25-year-old, I was uh, busted and into jail, and it was there that I came to the Lord. History Makers with Matt Prater. Hi and welcome to History Makers, I'm Matt Prater Today we're speaking with Alan and Alicia Murray Who are Christian musicians and they love to travel around the nation preaching the gospel Looking forward to hearing their story today We're going to start up with Alan Uh, Welcome along mate, tell us a bit about where you were born and raised I was born in Melbourne and raised in the big city Which I've just realised of of late Um, Because I now live in Harvey Bay which is a lot of a quieter town but, um, yeah, so I, I grew up in Melbourne, mainly in Fitzroy. And tell us about so, your yeah. faith journey. Did you have a religious upbringing at all? Well, I, I, went, to a, I went to a Catholic school um, and had, there was definitely seeds planted in that space, but I didn't, have, I didn't have the relationship aspect at that time. Later on, I was going through a messy divorce and I got involved in an altercation and I ended up in jail, but God had been pursuing me for some time before that. And it was in that space what the devil meant for harm, God used for good. So I spent over seven years incarcerated and God just worked on my heart for that time. And um, looking back, the thing that seemed to be the most tragic event in my life turned out to be the most greatest moment, really. It just shaped me for the rest of my my life's journey and gave me such a purpose to, to win souls. And that started there. That started in in prison. We had church groups and evangelistic ministries in there that now are being done on the outside. In So that's, yeah, that was, that was the, um, that was how I came to Christ. What an amazing testimony. You were locked up physically, but set free spiritually, hey? A hundred percent. It was just such a freedom. I remember when an appeal I had got knocked back, and I really wanted to be freed and outside. And it was like I was still sort of grappling and I was early in my faith. And when a brother in Christ said to me, he said, do you believe if God wanted you outside, you'd be outside? And I really didn't want to hear him say that at the time. But it gave me so much purpose just surrender fully to him. So, well, God, well, while I'm here, what do you want me to do? And he used me to do things that I definitely didn't think I was ever capable of, which really showed me his working in my life. Um, yeah, it was just an amazing, amazing blessing. I'm connected with so many beautiful chaplains and people that I journey with now that are actually some of my closest friends um, from that period. And would you say there was a moment of conversion uh, in prison or was it a gradual thing? No, there was definitely a moment after an inmate prayed for me when there was a, there was a gang of people were going to get me um, after a bit of an altercation. And a, a, a guy said, can I pray for you? At the time, I really didn't think anything would happen. 
and he prayed and asked God for his angels to encamp around me and for me to know that he was for me and not against me. And I went into the unit and I could sense, I could sense a difference, but I didn't go, wow, God's turned up. But then over time, God just had everybody. But that was looking back, that was the most, I still just think, how didn't I see it for what it was? But in hindsight, I look back and I can see how much God just got my attention in that space. Um, yeah, incredible when I when I think back of that gentleman praying for me in that environment, in an environment where the tough guy is the most respected. And I was trusting this unseen God and he never once let me down. And I had so much peace in that space that I could share that testimony later with other guys and then see God look after them when he seeked and honoured them. It was amazing. Wow, it's a great testimony of uh, how the Lord reached you in the middle of your, your difficult circumstances. And, and what was life yeah. like when, when you finally got out? Uh, what, did you, what did you do? Uh, what were your next steps? My next steps, I was released to a homeless shelter, and I, I just had such a heart for God. There was 12 men lived in the homeless shelter, and eight of them got baptised. Um, and then I went from there. I was planted in a, in a church for a good year or so, which I was heavily involved with, where I met my beautiful now wife. Um, and yeah, it started a, started a whole new whole new journey. I went into the music ministry pretty quick. I got funded a, an album, um, and then we started the started the cleaning business, which was a which was a good season because we called it A and A Faith, which isn't our surname. And people would say, "Is that your surname?" And I would say, "No, it's not our surname. It's um, let us tell you what the faith component's about." So that was a that was a good ministry for a few years until I choked and God was quite pacific about what he wanted me to do. And then once I choked, I uh, was getting food removed from my throat and I thought if this was my last day, am I doing what I, I know he wants me to do? So we soon started to pray and then we took a, a totally different path. Well, let's, let's bring Alicia in to hear her side of the story. Uh, welcome along, Alicia. Tell us where, where you were born and raised. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I was born in a little town in Queensland called Meribah and uh, I grew up um, in a family that was an atheist family so no belief in God and uh, yeah so I spent um, most of my life in in Meribah and I grew up uh, with a fair bit of trauma in my childhood and from that I was just looking for love and security in all the wrong places. Uh, was a very fearful child, and uh, I uh, I was very very confused, like a lot of a lot of children and young people today. And so uh, through that journey, I um, I ended up nearly dying from anorexia, just uh, trying to gain control over the powerlessness and the, the fear that was deep inside my heart. And unfortunately, that um, led to even more poorer choices in um, uh, looking for love in, in relationships outside God's um, beautiful design. And then I ended up experimenting with drugs. And by the time I was 16, I was using intravenous drugs, which was something that I never ever thought I would ever do and I uh, was in a pretty dark place. I was suicidal, depressed and self-harm and 
Um, it was a very, very dark um, time in my life, but God and, um, you know, God stepped into the picture. I was in a drug house and the guy that I was with at the time, um, his mother had just become a Christian and she was um, heading to Melbourne for a few months and she had the Jesus film, the good old VHS Jesus film, the whole gospel of Luke in the house. And uh, I watched it and I was um, forever changed. The word of God definitely is living and active and definitely um, healed my heart. I had a, a revelation and understanding that I needed to repent and I really wanted Jesus to come into my life and to forgive me um, for all the things that I had done. I had a understanding of how far from God I was and how did I not hear about Jesus before this? I didn't, I didn't even know about him and it was his love that melted my heart that he laid down his life for me. And um, I had never experienced that kind of love. Um, I'm not saying my family didn't love me. Every my my family do love me, and they did the best they could with um, what they knew. And I, um, but this love from Jesus, um, there's nothing like it. Um, the the unconditional love and acceptance. Um, and at my worst, he loved me. And um, at my worst, he didn't reject me or judge me. And it changed my life. And from there, um, started a, a journey to, to seek him, to know him, to grow in him. And also give me a passion to see other people set free from, from the deception, from the world and, and, the, and the devil and just just from leaning on our own understanding and not and not having the truth um, that does set us free. Mm. Well, what a wonderful testimony. Tell us how you, you met uh, Alan. Well, uh, I was um, led to go to a church in uh, Maryborough and I went along there and that's where I, the Lord wanted me to be. And, and at the time I was... Um, I was just focusing on my relationship with Jesus. Um, I I had been through a um, unfortunately a a divorce from um, unfaithfulness. So I was I was there at the church, um, just focusing on my relationship with Jesus. And I had been um, by myself for like over five years. And then Alan walked into the picture and he actually ended up coming to church and we would, we would just talk about God. I remember um, when I first met Alan, now our conversations on Sundays were all about Jesus. And that was a really good connect for me and um, quite, um, and I wasn't even looking for a relationship and nor was he but God had other plans, which I'm very grateful for. Well, what a great testimony of how the Lord's brought you together. Um, let's just uh, hear from Alan a bit more. Tell us, you know, when, when you guys uh, started, uh, you know, getting together and, you know, you, you had a, a vision for music, tell us, 
Tell us how you, de- you know, developed your musical ministry from there. Well, the musical ministry, I was funded. I'd been doing music for years and I was funded an album, which was, that was just all God. The whole thing was just a blessing from God. And then I was doing the music component. And when Alicia and I started to date, she was around once and I, I said to her, did, you know, did she like singing or did she sing? And she said she didn't think she could sing. And she sat at the table and sang me this song. And I said, you've got an incredible voice. So over time, we actually started started doing it together, which was just such a such a blessing to for both of us to be doing doing that component of it together as well. So it was yeah, it just evolved over time. So then we recorded the EP and then we went out and recorded an album which we recently finished called In the Midst of the Storm. So it's been a great journey and a lot of even the people that we go and visit have seen a lot of the progress of the first time we went there a few years ago to you know, just recently, some of the people that are sort of in that journey as part of the body and part of the family, they go, wow, every time we see you guys, you just look so, so much more comfortable and happy. So, yeah, it's it's been a great, um, it's just been such great value in our marriage to be to be praising God together. It's been awesome. And I know at the end of the year, you're going to be performing at a Toowoomba gospel yeah. concert. Um, so if people want to book you to uh, perform, uh, they can find you at the website alanmurray.com.au and search up at Alan Murray on Facebook as well. They can find your info there, hey? They can find us on um, Endure on Music on Facebook or alanmurray.com on the web. And we can, um, yeah, we'd love to hear from anyone that would like to have us come and share. We're um, very passionate about just sharing and encouraging people that there is hope in Jesus no matter what they've been through. But um, with Christ, they can be more than overcomers. Yeah, and, and just build those relationships and let people know that Jesus is for relationships. And um, we've just enjoyed getting to know people and we're still in contact with the people um, that we've met along the way because they're our family. Amen. Wonderful. Now, before we wrap up, I might just ask Alan, you know, uh, you shared about how you came to Christ in prison and it was... Uh, a massive revelation for you. There might be people listening that have never heard the gospel and have never given their lives to Christ. Would you share with our listeners what is the gospel and how do they respond? The gospel is being aware that Jesus is is the bridge to salvation, that we're all born as sinners and every man falls short of the glory of God. And we need to repent and be aware of that. And I think sometimes we can be so busy in thinking that we're we're good people that it's, it's easy to lose sight of the truth that we are all born sinners and we need a saviour and Jesus has come as that bridge to bridge the gap between God and we need him to come into our life. So I, I got down on the floor in the cell and I definitely knew I was a sinner from where I was and I cried out to God and I said, please come into my heart, please take over my life. I didn't have any scripted prayer to say but he definitely came into my heart and he took over my life and it's been a journey and it will be an ongoing journey for the rest of my life, but it was the greatest decision I have ever made in my life, and it is ultimately the greatest life-changing decision I have ever made in my life. Well, it's a wonderful testimony of what God's done in your life, and, you know, if people are listening to this and they'd like uh, to respond and give their lives to Christ, uh, you can uh, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. 
That's info at historymakersradio.com. Send us an email. We can send you a Bible from the Bible League and uh, some information about following Jesus. And uh, we'd love to, to follow you up and, and connect you with a local church. Well, Alan and Alicia, it's been so good to hear your stories today. And once again, if people want to find out more, they can go to alanmurray.com.au. Uh, or search up uh, Alan and Alicia on Facebook and and uh, book them to travel anywhere and preach the gospel, uh, bring some music and uh, some inspiration. Thanks, Alan and Alicia. I reckon you're history makers. Thanks so much. Thanks, Thanks. Matt. We appreciate it, mate. Bless you. Bless your heads. If you'd like to hear this conversation again, listen online anytime at historymakersradio.com. There you'll also find links to all of our social media channels and you can subscribe to our iTunes podcast. History Makers is a faith-based ministry, and we want to thank everyone for their generous support. If you've got a suggestion of anyone we should interview, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless. I'm Matt Prater, and my challenge to you now is to go and make history. This year is the 50th anniversary for the Bible League. They're celebrating all that God's done in their ministry, and they're praying into all that He's going to do in the next 50 years. Ephesians 3.20 says that God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to His power that's at work within us. To Him be the glory of the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. If you'd like to support the Bible League as they reach the generations to come, go to BibleLeague.com.au. Station sponsor. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 